Are interest rates going up? Are new construction home sales going down? Will medical marijuana grow houses be allowed to thrive in our neighborhoods? All this and more on the Albert Mansour Real Estate Radio Podcast coming up. I am your host, Albert Mansour, with the Mansour Homes Group, brokered by Keller Williams Showcase Realty, located in Commerce Township, Michigan. I am a full-time, full-service real estate agent servicing the metro Detroit area, so if you are thinking about buying or selling a home, call me today at 248-444-5700, or you can find us on the web at www.mansourhomes.com. That's M-A-N-S-O-U-R homes.com. All right, everybody, welcome to the first episode of the show. What we're going to be doing is going through some real estate-related headlines. We'll go over some general trends in the real estate market on a national level. Then we'll read one or two stories that are focused locally in the Metro Detroit area. But before we get started, I want to talk to you about J&R Power Washing. J&R Power Washing is a family-owned and locally operated power washing and pressure washing company. Why J&R Power Washing? Well, at its core, power washing is a simple task. However, it does require time, resources, and effort. Our customers typically come to us with projects they cannot get to around their homes. If you're constantly on the go and you don't have the time for exterior cleaning, or you've got the time, but researching and purchasing equipment just doesn't seem like a task you want to take on, or maybe the entire situation just seems intimidating and you'd rather hire it out instead of handling it yourself. No matter the reason, if you're looking to have a power washing job done right, J&R Power Washing is here to help. Find them on the web at www.powerwashmi.com or call them at 248-716-4835 for a free estimate. That's 248-716-4835. Okay, you guys, let's get right into the show. Our first article comes to us from therealdeal.com, and it is about mortgage rates ticking up once again. All right, therealdeal.com, mortgage rates tick up again. Apparently, mortgage rates are climbing. According to Bloomberg, the average 30-year fixed-rate loan last week was 2.81% compared to 2.73% the previous week. That's the highest since November and 16 basis points above the record low of 2.65% reached in early January. Costlier loans may threaten the trend of rising home prices. The combination of growing demand and diminished supply has sparked bidding wars. And with mortgage rates now going up as well, the hot housing market could cool off as buyers are priced out of the market. The yield on 10-year treasuries reached 1.3% this week the highest in almost a year. Mortgage rates are still very low by historical standards. They've remained below 3% since July, thanks in part to the Federal Reserve limiting borrowing costs. Now, the article mentions that the housing market could cool off due to buyers being priced out of the market. Currently, in the metro Detroit area, we are not seeing that. In fact, we are seeing the exact opposite. But that doesn't mean that it cannot happen. It's just that at the time of this recording, 
Today is February 22nd, 2021. We are seeing homes that are priced correctly go extremely quickly and homes in good condition or even decent condition are receiving multiple offers and a ton of activity. So that may change later as rates continue to nudge upward, but for now we are full throttle. So if you're a seller in this market, this is great news for you. If your home is priced correctly and in decent condition, you are going to see a ton of activity. You might possibly get multiple offers and your home will sell very quickly. Buyers, on the other hand, are going to have a hard time. There's no sugarcoating it. With the levels of inventory being as low as they are, the competition is really, really high right now. So it's important at this time that you work with a realtor who has experience purchasing in competitive markets. You want to find somebody who's proactive, that's not going to sit idly by on the sidelines waiting for an answer. Rather, somebody that will take the steps necessary to get your offer accepted. Now, that may be as simple as calling the listing agent and finding out what the sellers are looking for specifically in an offer, but newer or inexperienced agents might not know this. That's why when dealing in competitive markets such as this one, it's extremely important to work with an experienced realtor. Okay, you guys, our next article is about housing starts and how they've declined for the first time since the summer. And housing starts is just an economic indicator that reflects the number of privately owned new houses uh, where construction has started. According to NYU, housing starts is important because it's a leading indicator. Sustained declines in housing starts slow the economy and can push us into a recession. And on the contrary, increases in housing activity triggers economic growth. So housing starts fell for the first time since August. Single family housing starts were down 12% from December. Housing starts fell in January, marking the first time since August that there hasn't been month over month growth in residential construction. Privately owned housing starts dropped to a seasonal adjusted rate of 1.58 million, down 6% from December's revised rate of 1.68 million, according to the Census Bureau's monthly report. December was the strongest month for residential construction since 2006. Starts for single-family homes fared worse with an adjusted rate of 1.16 million, down 12% from December's revised rate of 1.3 million. January housing starts were down 2.3% year over year. The revised rate of starts at the beginning of 2020 was 1.6 million. The decline comes as home and lumber prices are rising, potentially indicating waning demand from home buyers who may be priced out of the market. But home builder sentiment ticked up in February after two months of declines, a signal that strong demand remains among prospective buyers. On the bright side, the rate of building permits issued went up significantly in January, an indicator of future starts. The seasonally adjusted rate of permits issued last month was 1.88 million, up more than 10% compared to the revised December rate of 1.7 million. January issuance is up 22% compared to the same time last year. The rate of housing completions last month also slipped to a seasonally adjusted 1.3 million, which was about 2% down from December's revised rate. The rate of single-family completions, however, jumped to more than 1 million, up 10% from the previous month's revised rate of 942,000. Overall, the housing completion rate was up 2% year-over-year last month compared to January 2020, though the number of homes available to purchase, like we spoke about earlier, remain at historically low level, and some homeowners are not budging, and it's driving the supply of houses down, and existing home prices are going up. 
Okay, our next story is a local one coming to us from West Bloomfield. Uh, and it is about marijuana grow houses causing uh, a little bit of issues in the township. West Bloomfield with illegal marijuana grow houses raising concerns among some West Bloomfield residents. On February 8th, the township board imposed a moratorium against any more medical marijuana grow homes in residential areas by a vote of six to zero. The moratorium is effective through August 7th. However, prior to that date, Township Supervisor Stephen Kaplan anticipates there will be an ordinance in place to deal with the issue on a longer-term basis. Michigan voters approved medical marijuana use in 2008 and recreational marijuana in 2018, but Kaplan said, We have the right to regulate what occurs within township boundaries. The Michigan Supreme Court gives municipalities the power to regulate, Kaplan said. So, for instance, we can limit distance. You can't be within 500 feet of a church or a school. We're not sure, but certainly we're going to take action. Kaplan doesn't expect it to be long before an ordinance is in place. We are very optimistic that we can help our neighborhoods and our residents by limiting, if not eliminating, the number of illegal marijuana grow operations, he said. It's currently legal for a medical marijuana caregiver to have as many as five patients and grow 12 plants per patient, according to Kaplan. And with a caregiver permitted to grow 12 plants for their own use, that allows for a total of 72 plants. In Michigan, caregivers must be at least 21 years old with no drug or violent felonies and no felony at all within the past 10 years. Caregivers are also required to register with the state. As for personal marijuana use, residents 21 and older are permitted to grow 12 plants at any one time. Kaplan said the township receives approximately two calls per week from residents complaining about grow houses. However, he added that there could be some duplication where two neighbors call about the same house. Kaplan said there's an area south of Maple Road between Halstead and Haggerty Roads where reports have come from. He's quoted as saying, It's just happenstance whether there are three homes in one sub and zero in the next. Despite people being able to grow legally on a limited basis, Kaplan said it is illegal in Michigan to sell marijuana unless by a state-placed caregiver. The problems associated with illegal grow houses include the odor that can be created as well as increased traffic. Kaplan also discussed other potential issues. These homes could be very dangerous because many of the operators, they're not hiring licensed electricians or mechanical engineers, he said. You have a risk of a fire, an explosion, or causing a power outage in the neighborhood. West Bloomfield Police Chief Michael Patton says it's difficult to investigate complaints because it's challenging to discern if someone is operating within the law or not since the two ballot initiatives passed. He discussed a recurring topic when police personnel meet with state officials. We need to get these marijuana grow operations out of our residential areas, Patton said. They have significantly expanded since these ballot initiatives, particularly the more recent one. It's made the investigation of marijuana-based complaints more difficult. The best result here would be our state legislature trying to fix what maybe doesn't work so well as a result of these two ballot initiatives, both recreational and medical marijuana. Patton added, I have said this to many people here in the last year or so. You need to contact your state legislators and express these concerns. Patton has an opinion as to where some people who sell marijuana are likely getting it from. It's probably from illegal marijuana operations that are not being taxed, he said. They're not being regulated, causing stink fests in our neighborhoods, causing brownouts and blackouts, increased traffic, and potential criminality in the neighborhood. There's where it's coming from. 
The patent does not share the perspective some have had that legalizing marijuana would reduce crime and make the job of police departments easier. As far as getting the criminal nature out of it, the cartels out of it, the drug trafficking organizations out of it, they are as into it as ever, he said. Why? Because it's legal to use and possess now. Kaplan addressed what some may consider to be a potential solution to the problem. Shelby Township has an industrial area, and what Shelby allows is medical marijuana businesses in the industrial area, and they probably have some zoning requirements, he said. Well, why doesn't West Bloomfield have an industrial area? We're a residential community, and plus we have businesses on our main streets. Kaplan said the major violators are those who sell marijuana for profit and medical caregivers who are growing more than 72 plants. He discussed the challenge facing the township. We have 82 police officers in West Bloomfield, Kaplan said. We might have 18 officers working during an eight-hour shift. Are you going to deploy two officers from each shift to sit outside a suspected marijuana home? Difficult, very difficult. Kaplan shared his thoughts as to how he would like for the issue to be resolved. My preference is to remove medical marijuana grow operations from neighborhoods, he said. Many residents likely concur with Kaplan's perspective. They want all the medical marijuana grow homes removed, he said. They want homes to be used for the true purpose, and that's families and individuals residing in homes, maintaining them and living honest and productive lives. They don't want medical marijuana grow homes in their neighborhood. Kaplan said it's a four-year felony in Michigan to possess or grow marijuana in excess of the permitted amount. He discussed what could come in the way of a township decision. I think the board either will regulate and not allow commercial marijuana businesses or have a limited area in the township where commercial businesses can operate and not in neighborhoods, Kaplan said. So we might decide we're going to regulate it and not open it to commercial businesses or will allow commercial businesses but strictly regulate the home marijuana grow operations. The enforcement challenges facing police don't have to preclude the public from taking an active role in attempting to help curtail illegal marijuana grow houses in the township. We still ask people, if you see something, say something, Patton said. We'd rather have it on our radar screen and start making some preliminary assessment as to maybe what's going on there. Maybe there's other information we've derived already, and what you're telling us that's new, we can add onto our case file for that location. Now, this is a topic that we're going to be watching closely from what we've seen. This has been on the news um, in the last couple of weeks, and I heard something recently that there are some residents that are suing the township to get row houses out of their residential neighborhoods. So we'll keep an eye on this one, and as news comes out, we will continue to update it. Okay, you guys, that is the show for today. I want to thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts and uh, subscribe to the show. That would be really, really awesome. And if you want to be in contact with us or get in touch with us, you can do that um, on Instagram or on Twitter at Mansour Homes uh, on both places. That's M-A-N-S-O-U-R Homes. Or you can go to our website at MansourHomes.com. Um, and if you have any questions regarding real estate, um, you can call me or you can shoot me an email or get me on, uh, DM me on, you know, any of those social sites. Um, we have always had a 100% hassle-free, uh, no pressure policy. Um, we've never done business that way just because I never liked being sold that way. So I wouldn't dream of doing that to my clients. So if you or anyone, you know, is thinking about buying or selling a home, 
or have any real estate related questions, you can call me or shoot me an email anytime. Thank you so much for listening. And thank you to JNR Power Washing, powerwashmi.com uh, for sponsoring the show. Thank you all so much. We'll talk to you soon. Bye.